Welcome to Damaged Goods, where we talk about the ups and downs of life and everything in between. Real and raw, funny and unfiltered. Unfiltered. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome your hosts, Cynthia and Chrissy. What's up, guys, and welcome back to another episode of Damaged Goods. I'm excited about this one. Me too. Because it shows how well-rounded we are. Right. We can go from, like, smashing it one time, this hard-hitting, <laughs> journalistic piece. Yeah, we did. This was a, an interesting one. Yeah. Kind and of, I had to go back and write down all the facts. It's kind of um, eye-opening, too. Yeah. Oh, Definitely. Because, like I said, most people go into this not knowing. Yeah, like, I'm a woman. I didn't really realize. Right, me either. Any of this. So today's topic um, is why women are paid less than men. Gender pay. Gender, what did they call it? I forget. There was, like, a word for it. But, um, like, yeah, like, I feel like you go into a job just expecting like if I were to get hired compared to a man it'd be the same same pay if everything was else was the same but as a statistic that in the United States women are paid 81 cents to every dollar that a man gets paid and I thought the interesting point was when um she said but when you go into a store you're not getting a woman's discount yes so you're making less but you're still paying the same amount a man pays. Right. And then I had said to you, except, in fact, in some things we're paying more. Like, there's the pink tax. Yeah. So women's razors are more than men's razors. So we're making less money, but then having to pay the same or more. Not to mention we also have, um, like, tampons and pads and fucking makeup. I mean, granted, makeup is an option, but still. But even, like, razors, we for the most part, shave more of our body than a man has to shave. Generally, yeah. So, like, we're going through razors. Right. Quicker than. I buy men's razors. I do, too, generally. (laughs) They just work better. They do. And that's another thing. I think they make the woman's work less, so you got to buy more. So you got to buy more. Exactly. Because I feel like with a woman's razor, like, I use it a couple of times, and I'm like, oh, God, this is not working. Right. But with a men's razor. They're fucking cheesy. And men get like these high-end, super fucking yeah. They even have better names for their razors. I know. Or it's crazy. Like Venus. <laughs> <laughs> Venus. Um, but yeah, I did. I wrote that down too about the whole we don't get a woman's discount. Um, and then so going back all the way to the 1950s, um, the inequality for being paid less was because women were less educated or they just didn't work, which right. is understandable. Um, the only women that you saw working were as teachers. Yes, which is There was crazy. no lawyers. There was no doctors. Imagine, like, thinking you would go into a hospital and there was not a woman doctor. Right. Anywhere. Like, thinking about it today, it's weird. Yeah, it's crazy. But then we also said you still today get shocked. When there's, like, the first woman, which we haven't, but, like, first woman president. Or, like, when the first woman vice president. Like, yeah. it was, like, a big thing, and this is, like, the 2000s. 
Right, exactly. And we're still shocked when a woman achieves something that a man has achieved. Yes. Because it's a social norm. Like It hasn't completely yeah. changed. Um, and also they had mentioned, like, back then, like, there was feminine jobs, like the factory lines, because women were okay with repetitive work. Yeah. Or um, office work. And the careers were for men. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it did say like a woman had a job. Yes. And a man had a career. career. Like it was very rare for a woman to have a career. Right. Exactly. Um, But I I think sometimes too, like when you said feminine, like there were feminine jobs, like I think it kind of still holds true, but in the negative way for men, like I'm thinking about if you refer to a woman who's a nurse, you say she's a nurse, but when it's a man, people always say it's a male nurse. He's a male nurse. Yeah. Like, that's no, so true. He's just a nurse. Like, yeah. he's just a nurse like a woman is a nurse. Not just a nurse, but, like, yeah. you don't need the word male. Right. Like, we know he's a male. Yeah. So you still kind of that's have so that true. idea that some jobs or careers are meant for women. women. I even saw it, like, teaching. Like, parents would get kind of, like, freaked out or question, like, a man who was in an elementary school. Really? Like, why would a man want to work with little kids? But see, you know what? I think that has a lot to do with, like, pedophilia. Yeah. Like, because that's so common these days. Me and Alex actually had this conversation because we were talking about, I forget the topic, and it was like, people think, oh, the whole, did you see the whole thing with Tom Brady posting with his son? No. You didn't see that? No. Okay, so it was like a big deal. They made a big deal on the internet. Was this the kissing on the lips thing? Um, no, his son was sitting on his lap. No. His son was sitting on his lap and he was kissing him. I don't think it was on the lips. There was a picture of him kissing his son and his son was also sitting in his lap by the pool. And people made a big deal about it saying that it's fucking weird, blah, blah, blah. And I had said to Alex, I said, some people, they're making it seem weird, like, because a parent is loving his child. Granted, his child is, like, 12. And, like, to me, I thought it looked weird at first, and then I really thought about it. And I'm like, it's because pedophilia is a thing yeah, within the sports community, well, like, and I with think coaches and shit like that. People love a scandal. Oh, absolutely. So, like, let's scandalize what's an innocent right. moment between. Right. Okay. Which, I mean, I looked at it from both ways because I did think it was a little weird that yeah. his son was, like, sitting in his lap. But then I really looked at it and I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, this is totally off topic of our original topic, but goes with this. I follow this guy on um, Instagram and he's a fitness person. He's like a big, like, you know, like jacked guy. And he, in a video, referred to his son as honey. And people like were calling him out on it. Like, why would you call your son honey? Like, he's a boy. Why would he was like it's a term of an, like affection. Like, yeah. Like, and so then he started questioning himself, like, well, should I not be calling my son honey? Like, should I be calling him something else? And then it was funny. Cause like a week later they were in the store and he was like, and yes, I did just call him honey again. But I'm <laughs> like, it's weird that someone would pick up and think it was weird that, and when I tell you his son's I probably like two or three. Oh, so it's not like his son's 20 and he's yeah. like, Hey honey. He, so he was like, weird. come here, honey. And, like, people, like, called him out on it. Like, you shouldn't be calling a boy honey. Yeah. So I'm like, it, those, like, sex and gender 
biases, I guess. Yeah. Like, still. Because in so, like, I feel like just socially, there's, like, a thin line. Yeah. Unfortunately. And, I mean, it shows, like, this is still. Right. Like, that's what I was just going to say, like, going back to what we were talking about, how, like, the men being teachers, I don't see how, I mean, today, I don't feel like, I feel like nobody would really question that. No. But you also do see a lot of, like, men that hook up with their students. But then I think, too, though, you see it with, like, the female teachers with the middle school and high school. Yeah. So then, like, should women not be allowed to teach middle school or high school because... Sports coaches. Yeah, that's... You see it with fucking everything. Yeah. But, get yeah, getting... (laughs) We we strayed a little. (laughs) We'll get back to it. We always do. I know. Um... You, where were well, it also where we it said that discrimination was legal. Legal, yes. Like you could, could specifically put an ad just men for only. men only. That's just crazy, right? It's insane. And this wasn't like that that long ago. The fifties, yeah. Like that's crazy. And it didn't end until like what did they say? Like seventy eight. Yeah. Which is wild. Yes, because I said not from the show, but in a book that I had read, and it was 1978, because I remember thinking, okay, well, that was the year that I was born, but it said, up until 1978, women could be legally fired from their jobs for becoming pregnant. Yeah, which is wire. Why? Like, how do you wired, just fire wild. someone for getting pregnant? Right? I remember when I was pregnant with Carson, and I went for a job interview because I hated my job at the time, and the guy literally had said to me, like, I'm confident, like, we're definitely going to call you never heard from him and I was like somebody must have said like they realized that I was pregnant yeah it's the only reason I could think of that he wouldn't have at least called me to let me know right you know what I mean and like that I know they say policies today you can't discriminate but it's bullshit yes because I People know, still do yeah women who have hidden the fact that they were pregnant either because they were up yes. for a promotion or were trying to get a new job and knew it would it would go against them right which kind of leads into how back in the day it veered all of these reasons like being uneducated and wanting equal work and whatnot kind of disappeared and it geared more towards the fact that women bear children was the only norm that stayed intact. All of the other, like education became equal. Yes. All of that became equal. And now... Which that's not a woman's fault that their biology is what makes them be the one who has to have the child. Right, exactly. So you're punishing them for biology. Yeah. At this point in time. And it's insane. And the statistic that I had written down was 20%, actually it was under 20% of people think that women shouldn't work full time after having kids. And 70% of people think that men should work full-time after having kids. And what also makes me laugh about that, because in that instance, like the woman who is working full-time, they're generally, I mean, I know, don't like, you know, hate us. There are men who do an equal share. Oh, absolutely. Like I know a lot of men who do. But there are still a lot of situations where the woman is also working full-time, but then is still in charge of Expected. all the household, yes. all the child things. Yes, exactly. And Which that's I, br- I literally wrote mind. that that statistic that they gave us down too because they said even working full time, women oh, yeah. women work household and child care 
nine hours more than a man will. And that's equal to three months of full-time work that's insane on top of their job a year and and i see women who's just just have at that home mentality that it's well it's my job yeah like, no it's not like i mean in a sense i do get it because like even me as a mom like I, it's, it's kind of just instinct well yeah I guess. at a certain point yeah. it's just instinct to just do it like clean up yeah. and you know what i mean like take care of the kids and whatever but like it's the fact that it's socially normal yeah, like is the fucked up part. That it's expected. Yeah, they're not the ones asked who... for. Like Alex appreciates it very much and he does a lot for me too. Like I don't work, he works. Right. And he still cooks and I clean. That was our, our whole our whole thing is like he cooks and I clean because I don't like to cook. I fucking yeah. hate it. And like so when came... we have a kid, it will be equal. Right. And and they brought up too about like this like social norms where it's still the woman's responsibility. And they brought up about the pediatrician. And one of my clients, her the husband took the kids for their like you know annual visit, mm -hmm. and they almost like questioned if she was sick, like as to why she wasn't taking the kids really to the visit. Like he and she was like like he's the father like he he can handle it. That is so like, weird. You know, he can report back to me, like, what's going on. Like, it's okay. Right. And these are, like, the doctors that are thinking it's odd. You and would think you would want, especially in this day and age where it's, like, you know, you would want fathers, like, that involvement. Exactly. But it's, like, you know, the fathers get involved for, like, the sports. Like, that's the dad's yeah. thing. The dads do the sports. Yep. And so, like... I know I can kind of speak on this because I know Brendan's not listening, but nothing that I'm going to say, nothing that I'm going to say isn't true. Right. Well, I think that is what we always have to remember with this. Like, even when we're talking about other people, we're not saying anything that's not true. Yes, right. And in the most cases, or 99% of the time, it's things that we've already said to them. Or, exactly. So It's nothing that's not known. Yeah. So I'm I'm going to speak on the fact, like, with me and him when we had Carson, I stayed out of work for a few months, maybe like two, and then I went back to work. And I worked. He worked in the morning and I worked at night. We had like a babysitter for a few hours until he got out of work at like five o'clock and I would work like three to 10. So I was still working a lot. Yeah. Paying my own bills, doing whatever. But it's always been expected of me to be the one to bring him to his doctor's appointments, to bring him to dentist appointments, to take him, like every, if he's oh, sick. I see I, it firsthand for you. Exactly. And even now, it's like, now obviously I don't have a job, but when I did have a job. Yeah, it didn't matter. It didn't matter. I get a call from daycare. I would literally, like, even sometimes I'd be like, can you call Brendan? And I knew he, he would obviously say no, but they would still call me back. I would have to be the one to leave work. I have to go pick up Carson from school. I have to take the day out if he's sick. Mm -hmm. If it's a holiday, I take the day out. It's, it was always me. And that was the expectation. And I do think that's for a lot of women. Like I know like women I used to work with teaching. The, the other kindergarten teacher, she had younger kids. And whenever they were sick, like she was the one. Yeah. And I think sometimes with the, the men, it's like, well, I earn more. 
right and hello yeah. the whole point of what we're talking yeah, like about I can, like you you can take it because like I, I bring home more money or like you're the mother like they want their mother when they're sick like it that's all, because that's how we make it yeah if you made it the norm where like the father also like oh dad was there to console the baby when the baby was sick yeah then it just then maybe the they norm. would want you too yeah but it's like we're just expected yeah. to do it. Like it's funny because we break norms in so many other ways. Yeah. But when it comes to like that specific thing, yeah. it's still so like old school. This is how it's always been. This is how it should be. Right. And it even had said um, like in the show that as all of the, the norms were broken, that was just the one, yeah. like, women were still just expected to take care of the household and take care of the kids, even if they wanted to work. And that was still the basis of why they should earn less. Yes. Because they they do a wonderful, great thing of bearing children into the world. Right. And, okay, so, see, that's that was the word, the gender pay gap. Okay. <clears throat> gender pay gap, which I guess narrows down to that it was more about women with children and not so much women. Yes. So it's more about becoming a parent. So if your choice to make a parent, you're penalized for right. it. Right. And in that book that I read, it said that mothers are less likely to be invited for an interview when applying for jobs, and they get a lower starting salary than childless women. That is crazy. So that's like that's crazy. even within the same gender, there's discrimination. So you chose to have a child, you get penalized? Like why? Right. Like anyone's decision to have a child or not have a child should just be held on an equal value. Exactly. I agree. Like no one is superior for choosing one right. over the other. And that woman that it. they interviewed, she said she found like she was a better employee after having a child. Because she wanted to get home yeah, so she, she would get her shit she done. She knew like, okay, I can get this done in 15 minutes so then I can go home on time. Right. As opposed to like, ah, I got all the time in the world. I have nowhere to go. And I feel like maybe it's because I'm a mom, but I, I mean, I've definitely heard people say this before. Like, if you look at a mom, like even a single mom, especially, oh, like they're just a, we're fucking superheroes. Yeah, they do. You do everything. <laughs> like the heart, and they always say the hardest job is being a, a mom. Yeah, being a mom oh, is I, the hardest job in the world, and I feel like employees should value that because that they have a higher like well i think you bring a the a, mentality like an added i don't even skill know set yes to a job right because i mean real in reality when you have kids you're putting out like a thousand tiny little fires a day <laughs> yeah so like you can take that <laughs> to like so then in a work environment like you're good at handling yeah you know, and like if I look at a past, like my my old job at the pizza place, the owner there, super cool, like loved him. When I didn't have Carson before, because I was there for half of my life without Carson, half of my life with Carson, like he was super tough with like taking time out or calling out or being yeah. sick. It's always like show up to fucking work, get over it. But after I had Carson, he he has two kids. He was I was super nervous that like he would give me a hard time about shit, and he just he wasn't. Yeah, he understood, like he got it. And I feel like a lot of people don't. If you have a, a boss who doesn't have kids, they don't get it. Right. And I guess I can sympathize with that because you don't understand. Yeah. But, but in a sense, like you, you still have a family. Right. 
you have you have a mom if your mom gets sick are yeah. you gonna leave work probably yeah like you know what i mean i mean i have experienced it in the reverse where like the people on staff who didn't have kids were like expected to volunteer for more things yeah like i was expected to volunteer for like more after school things or to be on more committees because like well she doesn't have kids and i'm like okay no i don't but i also do have other commitments yeah right like outside of school so yeah. i think it should just be like an even everyone's treated the same right exactly and and honestly with like regards to time off like i don't understand why in this country we have to like prove why we need i know the time off I don't get that either. Like when we used to have to fill out the form for a personal day, it literally would put reason. And no. I would write on it personal. Like it's called a personal day. It's personal. The yeah. reason that I'm taking is personal. Like you give me three personal days a year, I'm taking this. Right, exactly. For a personal reason. Yeah. It only makes sense. Yeah, like it's crazy. Like I don't know this country is like work 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 like and yes. then if you like ever want to take time off or it's like you're it's frowned upon right and that's like um they had said that small like which this is one that i totally understand like small businesses versus large corporations like a small business is less likely to hire a parent or a mother because they have three employees and they can't spare one of them right. leaving compared to a large corporation where they have a hundred employees and it doesn't yeah. affect the bottom line, right. which makes so much more sense. That does. Like if you're like at a small business and you're the one in charge. Right. Or like even like the pizza place, it's like restaurants. Like we have, we have people scheduled each day for each station. If one of them calls out, we get fucked. Right. Yeah. Like royally. So like, I get it. It's not like a place where you can just say, Hey, I'm not going to be there yeah. today in like, 20 minutes before your yeah. shift or even like at it the gym sucks. like when the girls would call out like then you got pulled from what you were really supposed to be doing oh god Ed, that was every single day yeah so like every, every day, day you were like behind the counter yes so doing it is, a job that wasn't my job yeah like it is a difference between a larger yeah and then a small scale exactly um and then they had mentioned i know they put the there's three times single moms than single dads in the United States, which is definitely believable, but insane at the same time. And Alex had made a comment when we were watching it that um, he's like, I wonder what the statistics of single dads like in their pay is. Oh. Because it's true. Yeah. You know what? Another um, like bias, I feel like that like a, when it's a single dad, there's always like a sympathy attached to it. Right. Like, oh, like, well, look think at about him. it. He's doing everything himself. You hear, oh, you hear somebody being like, oh, he has custody of all his kids. And it's like, oh, how fucked up was the mom? Right. Yeah. Because not for nothing, it is really fucking hard for a dad to get custody. So, yeah, like, it props is. to them, yes. Yes. But they don't deserve any more no, praise than, than a woman who's doing right. it on her own. But it always, it, like, a lot of times when, like, it's a single mother. Like, people are like, oh, she's a single mother. Like, it's, like, something to be embarrassed of. Yeah. But, like, with a guy, it's, like, here's the applause. Like, right. Like, oh, my God, he's doing everything. Yeah. No. Like, it's just as hard for a woman to be a single woman as a single dad. Exactly. Just, like, so speaking of, like, praising men, 
when they had asked, they got a question in saying, how should I decorate my desk? Oh, I just got a new one promotion. Crazy. Right? So somebody had asked, how should I decorate my desk? I just got a promotion. Which, why do you need to ask that question? I don't know. <laughs> okay, let's go back. <laughs> Must be a very important company. I don't know. I guess. Um, and they said, I couldn't tell by your signature if it was a man or a woman writing this in because that makes a difference. And they said, if you're a man, put pictures of your family plastered all over because people will look at you like a good provider. But if you are a woman mm-hmm. and you have children, don't post pictures of your family because it makes it look like it'll take away from you won't be able to focus on your work. Right. That's just That's insane. Blowing. Insane. You can't be looked at as a good provider as a woman. Right? And you can't lose focus as a man. It's nuts. Nuts. That that one part that, was like I think that what is the really fuck? what stuck with me. Or the most. Yeah. I agree. But then they talked about, um, like, maternity leave became a thing way back in the day. <laughs> um, Someone wants to put her input in. <laughs> uh, maternity leave made the pay gap a norm for women to be caretakers, which obviously has never gone away. We already yes. said that. Um, so they implemented paternity leave. Which I think is fantastic. Yes, I agree. And especially in it said where, like, was it? Iceland, where it was mandatory? Yes. Like, use it or lose it. So it forced them to use it. So then it couldn't be used as a hiring. Like, yes. It didn't matter then if you were a man or a young man or a young woman getting hired. Yep. Because they knew eventually you would both be taking a leave. I have a friend who just recently, so she had to go back to work and the husband did have paternity and he stayed home and took care of the baby for the rest of the time. Alex is getting paternity leave. Yeah. He and I, I think it. it is good for them to then have that opportunity yeah. too. It's good on all levels. It's good for like the man to then be seen as the caregiver. Right. But then it's also good to create that. And I do think it should be equal. Protein <laughs> um, yeah, like Alex has um, paternity leave with his job and he technically can take up to Four months, which and is a fucking really lot, because a lot of women only get like three. Oh my god! Yeah, but they're this, a big company, so yeah. And in um, this country, we were talking about that at the gym the other day. How, like, some places in America, it's literally six weeks. A woman gets six weeks, and then mm-hmm. she has to go back to work. And we were talking about like this guy. The his company also has an office. I want to say it was Germany. It was definitely somewhere like European. Yeah. And it was like. A, a bottom line six months like they got out yeah and i'm like that's just like crazy like if we give someone here six weeks yeah to give birth the state of rhode island gives you 13 i want to say 13 weeks or 12 12 or 13 weeks i forget but if you go out of work before you give birth that counts that towards counts it. towards it yeah because i went out of work with carson three weeks prior yes because and it is all included yes because that's why i know a lot of like friends who have been pregnant like push till the very end like i want to work right up until the end yeah so then i can have more time with the baby right that's what i'm like it's just crazy to me that here we have weeks <clears throat> yeah in other country it's months months you could like it just and it blows my mind because you then you're expected to send them to like daycare. Yeah. 
And it's fucking expensive. It is expensive. Like, literally, you have to work to pay for daycare. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. That's what the salary, in most cases, is going to. Yeah. And I told you, me and Alex had talked about it, because if I go back to work, I'm literally just going to be working to pay for our kid to be taken care of by somebody else. Yeah. When I could just stay home. And not for nothing, it makes it easier because Alex works from home. Right. Yes. So it's like... But, like, why do we have to force... Like, I don't know. I think it would probably be better if people got to spend more time with their kids without yeah. having to worry, like, okay, I'm going to lose my job if I don't go back. Right. And then going back, they're probably going to be more productive than going back to work and wish and wishing that they could be home with the child instead yeah. of the child being with a caregiver. Right. Like, I don't know. It's weird because it all seems so simple, the solutions, yet we don't. I don't do it. But, well, like they said, um, like the expectations that women are are caregivers, the only way to change that is to have a cultural change. Yes. And it's never going to happen. And I hate to say it. I especially think here in the United States. Like I know like people who live in other countries, it is totally different. Yeah. Like men have a bigger role. Like they have that forced paternity leave. Like, they take more of a role in other things. And here we're still that, like... Yeah. And it's a mindset. Yeah, like, I don't know how to... And it is, like, you even, like, I don't know, like, I feel like I'm, like, fairly open. And it would, like, still, like, I would catch myself, like, if it was, like, the father who came to, like, the parent meeting. Yeah. And, like, I would have to catch myself and be like, all right, well, like, it worked for him. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, Because so you do like, and it is still like, we make the big, like, oh, how cute. Like he took like his daughter to dance. Like, well, why? Like, because it's dance. He can't. Yeah. It's not like cute when the mother takes the kid to dance. Right. It was like, oh, look at her. She came running in five minutes late. Like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like they, um, basically like they look at men as the breadwinner. Yeah. And woman as the caretaker. And the only way to change that is for us to look at either can be either or. Yeah. And it's weird because, you know, like the man is the breadwinner. So when he comes home, he should like have the time to relax. And that's why the woman should do things. But when in reality, the woman is working harder. Right. So she should really be the one who's getting to relax. Exactly. And he's like doing some of the stuff because, you know, he was in the office from nine to five. And she was in the office and then came home. And did homework and gave baths and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably cooked dinner. Exactly. And he's got to put the his whole concept is just dinner, crazy. Right? But you'll never hear a man say like they have to accept the role as a caregiver. No, it's just. And not... I do think. I mean, I I do think yes, women need to. Also, because I have heard friends, women friends, be like, "Well, I just do it because he can't do it." Like maybe if you gave him a chance. Right. He could do it. But I do think a lot of it has to come from the men because it's like that masculine, like, stereotype that needs to be broken. Yep. Like, women, I think, need to just be like, okay, I can take a – and maybe it's not – like Take a step back. Maybe her hair's not going to be done like I would do it, but it's done. You know, like, they need to take a step back that way. But I think it's a bigger role for men – because they have that masculinity, like this is what a man does. Right. So like they're like for go- them to want to do it. Yeah, like they're going against like because you know like 
their guy friends are going to be like, oh, you know. Yeah. Like, so it's really, they, they have to take the lead. Yeah. And, like, I can see, like, after I have the baby, I can see Alex being like, oh, like, I'll take her to the doctors. Yeah. I can see him as that kind of guy. Because, I mean, not for nothing, he literally wants to be at every doctor's right. appointment with yeah. me now. No, I could definitely see Alex taking yeah. the caregiver role. But, yeah, it is, it's sad that it's, like so expected of the woman which makes i mean i understand like because they say like the gender pay gap has to do with being a mother but then they say that women make 81 cents to the dollar of a man so it doesn't make sense to me but i get like being a mom you are your pay gap is different because you do take that time off right but it's not like i'm getting paid to take that time off but you're probably less likely like you're not there like they said, like Less you're reliable. not doing the work travel, you most likely have to turn that down. Like you probably yeah. have to turn down like dinner with clients. Yes. So that's giving like the person who doesn't have the child to go home to. Yeah. Like the leg up. Like, oh, I can go on that work trip. Right. Or... And it was crazy to see like how a man's pay goes down like two cents after having a ki- their first kid. Yeah. And then a woman's went down like. Oh, yeah. 40 and then cents. as the years went by, like it yeah. was crazy, the gap that Because that they just happened. have so many more opportunities. Yeah. And it is, I think, if there's a work trip, it's the man who's more likely to take it. Yeah. I mean, also, I feel like depending on, like, your careers, too, if you have a good partnership or a man who's willing to do it and they want to see you succeed, then they would be like, no, you go. Yeah. Like, take that opportunity. And I think a lot of it is also, and again, not all, but women are more likely to feel guilt leaving about their kids leaving than yeah, a man. I agree, one hundred percent. Because I think part of the guilt is like society being like, because I so I when I worked retail, my um, originally she was like my store manager. She got promoted to district manager, then she ended up getting promoted to like regional ma- manager. And I would see, like, hear, like, the comments of, like, oh, she has to go, like, because she had two children. Mm-hmm. But they're, like, they had their dad. Like, yeah. So, and to me, it was, like, well, what is the difference, like, between her having to go and do all of these things? And he's, like, he's home with them. He's their father. Yeah. As opposed to, like, if he went and had to do all of it and she was home with them. Yeah. Like, they're still home with a loving parent. And I think even if you yourself don't have that innate guilt, like, because you shouldn't, that you're doing a job and you're not, like, at dinner time. Right. Like, you feel it because society is putting it on you. Yeah, Like, absolutely. you should have been home or you should have been at the parent-teacher conference or you should have. Yeah. But then I feel like these days, too, like, men who travel a lot for work, people look at them like, oh, why aren't you home with your family? Yeah, well, then I feel like then they get the whole, they're probably cheating. They travel yeah. all the time, they're probably cheating. Yeah. You just can't win in this world is really what the bottom no, line is. No, you can't. Someone is going to have something to say with everything. Yeah. Everybody has their fucking opinions. Yeah. And I don't know, as long as, like, with the kids, as long as they're with someone who loves them, what does it matter who it is? Mm Mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, when my mom, my mom, well, when I was originally, like, little, little, she was home. But when I went back to school, she worked, and my dad worked, and, like, my grandmother watched us in between. Yeah. Like, we were still with someone who loved us. It didn't matter. Like, we weren't, like, on the streets fending for ourselves. Yeah, you right, know? exactly. Like, it's just you, some – you need – especially today, you – most cases need a two-income. Yeah. 
Like, it's expensive. Everything is fucking expensive. It's crazy. The price of eggs is outrageous. Like, you can't even buy <laughs> eggs cheaply. Like, I know. And then we, like, criticize people for, mm-hmm. for doing it. It's just, I don't know. It's just insane. But yet, there can't are, do anything right. There are other countries who are doing it. They yeah. named two on the show Rwanda, which I had written down one thing that they had said was um, a lady said, so Rwanda is closing in on their pay gap with genders granted they had a very devastating reason for it but um she said like the the ending of it like the turnout was that women don't see a ceiling yes and they teach the girl the young girls they don't see anything that they can't do yes like they can fucking do anything which is really what needs to happen everywhere like there shouldn't be a ceiling to your career you no. shouldn't like, and I, I feel like we've talked about this before with the men and women bosses. Yes. Right. Yes. Like it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That was. I mean, theirs was sad how they got to it. What was it like? Eight hundred thousand people. Eight hundred thousand people men were, were died. Killed yeah. in a genocide, but their um, population was like sixty to seventy percent women. Yeah. After that, so but they like had to they take over. made something. Like it would have been they easy came out as with, like, a country to collapse. Right. And instead, the woman took charge and woman took charge and ended up being policies put into place yes that you had to have equal men and women working in your businesses which is also a good um evidence of when they always say like women can't be in power or like they're not good at this like these women 70 percent of their chair is women took charge of the country and made it better yeah so like i don't know maybe we don't need all of these male politicians right maybe we do need more women in there mm-hmm. maybe they can get it done better yeah well and the other one it was iceland correct? Iceland, and yeah. theirs was due to like the women were just fed up yep they walked out of they work. walked out of work and then they couldn't run their businesses and then they were like oh well maybe we do need them yep maybe we should just oh well i mean i really like where i am now but <laughs> as a whole maybe we should just all walk out of work yep. like i think you do need to have some sort of drastic Something. That's what it's showing. I mean, yeah. you don't want it to obviously be a genocide, but it took a drastic, no, but you need a drastic change to make the change happen. Yes, exactly. But both countries are showing that it can happen. Mm-hmm. And Iceland was also the example of how men equally are the caregivers to the children. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. And like I said in the beginning, most people don't even realize it. No. And so kind of piggybacking off of this i'm that's just halsey wanting her input hi <laughs> was kind of on the same the book i'm reading but it was like takes it further into like the financial aspect of it yep um so it starts with saying like in 1769 which in reality like it's not that far away mm-hmm. that women became the property of the husband once they got married which meant that only the husband was a citizen with full legal rights. That's crazy. And that any inheritance or property owned or income earned by a woman was her husband's property. That's nuts. This was in this country. And then it said in the mid-1800s that women's rights to own property or receive inheritance improved, but in most cases it was only when the husband was incapacitated. Like... The 1800s. So it said 1848, the New York Women's Property Act 
was passed, but it took 50 years for every other state to get on board Holy with women shit. being able to have the property. And then it wasn't until, no, it wasn't. In the 1960s, it became common for a woman to have her own. Over 100 years later. Yeah. That's when they could have their own bank account without a husband, father, or brother on the bank account with them. Like, you couldn't have a bank account? That's insane. Yeah, that's what it said, too. Yeah. They couldn't open a bank account and without their husband. That's what it, th so that's how this comes up in this book is how, like, they always, like, women have this mentality, like, I'm not good with money. When in reality, it's just society has never made us think that we could be good with money. Yeah. Because we always needed a man to be there with us. Um, and then it says, even once that law was passed, that woman didn't have access to credit. They couldn't get a credit card without a male co-signer. Oh, my God. And that applying for mortgages, banks would discount a married woman's income, especially if she was of childbearing age. So they would like totally take that off of their total income. That is insane. Right? And that it granted only 50%. So if you applied for a credit card and a man applied for a credit card, you would get 50% less credit, even if you were making the same money and had the same job just because you were a woman. Oh, my God. Like we really are discriminated against. Can you, imagine, can you imagine if the world was still like that? Like imagine you couldn't get a mortgage? No. It said, though, like, still far, it wasn't until, like, 1974, the Equal Credit Opportunity Act was passed. 1974. I was born four years later. I was just going to say, that was the year my mom was born. Like, that's insane. It says, single women, widow, divorced, were denied credit altogether if they couldn't come up with a male cosigner, regardless of how much money they made. Like, I wouldn't have been able to have a credit card. So I could have made more than men and in general get half of and still wouldn't get that's nope. insane and that so that's what it says it says women have only had equal access to mortgages credit cards loans and the wealth these financial instruments can help for less than 50 years holy fuck imagine no so in the book that's what it talks about like in fact women are actually better with like finances and yeah but we never really had the opportunity and she even talks about like if you flip through like a woman's magazine like all of the finance is like playing small and how to save money and how to pinch pennies and like if you look at a men's magazine it's like take financial risks invest big like play the stock market so she's like even today like it still makes women think like, I should play small with my money. I shouldn't play big. Like, and yeah. she's like, no, like, you are, you should play big. Like, you should take risks. Yeah. Like, you have every right to be a millionaire as a man has a right to be For a millionaire. For real. <clears throat> and that's, like, still now. I know. That's crazy. I, I, Jesus. See, that makes me, like, thankful for, like, living in the time that we live in now. Yeah, imagine. Like, I couldn't imagine living like that. Like, if you couldn't get credit, you're not getting a car. Yeah. You're not renting an apartment. Yeah. Like, you're totally reliant on other people. Men. <laughs> not other people, men. <laughs> and I think probably now, like, you think, like, that is probably why, like, it wasn't just a morality thing, why, like, women didn't leave home until they got married. 
it's literally like, what were they going to do? Right. Like, exactly. You needed a man to survive pretty much. So to like even get by. Of, it wasn't even just like morality. Yeah. Just like day to day life. That's insane. Oh my God. Imagine I would have died. I oh wouldn't have made it. Well, I would. Okay. So then like my father died, I would have had to have been forced to get married. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like if times <laughs> if times were so like this, your father would have forced you to get married before. Oh my God, he already he was on my case about getting exactly. married. Exactly. To anyone who would glance in our direction. <laughs> but I'm like, it really then you then it like just snowballed. You could see how people then become in unhappy marriages. Yeah. Like I need a man, literally need one. Yeah. So let me just marry the first. Person well, back in the day, think about it. I feel like a lot of marriages probably weren't happy. No, no, families weren't. Ha- of... It was just they were just there, yeah. and it was always frowned upon to get divorced. So they kind of just stuck it, stuck it out. Like I'm like this, is but that just is a whole nother reason I never knew about. Right, like why you... women would just yeah, like I never really until I just put it together now. Like that's why women stayed home until they got yeah. married. They didn't really have a choice. Yeah. Jesus. We've come a long way. But yet, still have so much further to go. Yeah, for real. Well, that was a a whole lot of information. Yeah. A whole lot of information. We should have gave them our fun fact. Oh, what was it? Our fun fact of what the G-spot. I guess we can end it with that because then our next episode will lead into it. So our uh, fun fact for today is um, that the G-spot was almost named (laughs) a Whipple Tickle. (laughs) Now, if that's not a fun fact, nothing is. Right? Imagine saying my Whipple Tickle. (laughs) Can you find my Whipple Tickle? Do you know where my Whipple Tickle is? (laughs) Um, Which you Um, will understand more. When you come back to the next episode. Yes, you're <laughs> going to have week. to tune in for the Whipple Tickle. And I promise you guys are going to want to hear that one. So. That's a good one. Um, as always, thank you <laughs> for listening, liking, sharing, commenting, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.